This city is a dirty, ugly thing. A monster born of a violent past, clawing its way into it. The city is a vast, formless thing. Instead of trees, skyscrapers blot out the heavens. The faces in the streets have no names, only dark eyes. It is an endless sea of Galilee. And my footing, my faith is beginning to waver. My name is Humility Shepherd, and I pray the angel will show me the way. Stop it. This isn't a toy. Please, Mr. Air. Please. Ugh, fine. If it will stop this insipid whining. Yay! Um. <coughs> um. What do I say again? Oh, for the love of God, move. Now! This is Desmond Eyre, research assistant, commencing journal entry 20. Please state your name for the record. Why? You already know who I am. This isn't for me. This introduction is for anyone else who might listen to these notes. But I've said my name before on other recordings. Wouldn't they know it from those? (sighs) Just please state your name and who you are. Please. Fine, fine. My name's Humility Salome Shepherd, and I've ran away from home because I have powers I can't control. Or couldn't control. But Professor Howard and Mr. Eyre have been helping me. Humility has been staying with us for a little over six months. Originally, Professor Howard was handling her instruction directly, but recent personal matters have taken his attention and I have been left as lead. Is August okay? Hmm? Oh, he's fine. He's just had some... marriage trouble. Nothing to concern yourself with. But I haven't seen him all day. He's just visiting a friend of his in town. Now, please, can we focus, Millie? Sorry, Mr. Eyre. Now, last time we spoke, you mentioned a little bit about how it feels when you... speak in tongues. Could you summarise that? Possibly elaborate? Well, I basically said that when I speak in tongues, I feel like... like I'm somewhere else. It feels like I leave my body and I'm floating. Looking down on myself. Like, everything's just so far away. Millie, did August ever explain the nature of the origin to you? Did he mention the Void Sea? Um, I don't think so. He just said that I was special, and that gave me powers. Of course he did. 
The Void Sea is a place older than anywhere in the world. It's the foundation of all things. And there are an infinite number of things there. I guess you could compare them to gods. Pa said there's only one god. <laughs> Actually, that does bring up an interesting point, Humility. Could you tell us more about your father? Pa? Well, sure. Um, he's the pastor in prosperity, and, um, I don't know. What else really is there to say? How would you categorize your relationship with your father? What do you mean? I mean, did you get along? Was he overbearing? Strict? Loving? Inattentive? Come on, humility, paint a picture for me. Right now, you've reduced the man to a single trait. Pastor tells me next to nothing. Of course Pa was loving. He... I mean, he was busy with church, but that's just because he's saving people. Keeping them on the Lord's path. I'm... sensing some hesitation there. There's no need to lie. He can't hear you. Besides, the work Professor Howard and I are doing requires your absolute honesty. That's not fair. It's not fair to expect me to be upset at Pa for doing what God made him for. Just because I want him to be home more doesn't mean he can ignore what the Lord wants. But you are upset. You wanted him to be around. I can sense it. He just spent so much time away. And even when I went to the church to visit him, he wasn't there. Oh dear. That doesn't sound like very Christian behaviour. Was Daddy Dearest lying to you? No! Pa wasn't lying. He just... He what? What was your father doing? Spit it out. It wasn't anything bad. He, he was going to the mines. How do you know? Because... I followed him there one day. Oh, you cheeky girl. Well, what was he up to? What secrets was he hiding? He met up with some of the other members of the congregation. I couldn't tell who they were exactly. They were all wearing robes with hoods. I got there last and he changed into one too. And what next? Mr. Eyre, I don't know if I should- What happened next, Humility? Pa and the others went into the mines. I snuck behind him, doing my best to keep out of sight. Eventually, they went into a chamber, and that's when I heard the voice. Whose voice? I didn't know at first. But it wasn't out loud. It was in my head. And it sounded... pretty. Like wind chimes in spring. Or the sound of fresh snow falling through air. Or the beating of your heart right before you fall asleep. I don't know how to describe it, but she was talking to me. And I just knew what she was saying. Am I to assume this is the angel you mentioned previously? 
Yes, sir. What did the angel say? She wasn't talking to me. She was talking to Pa and the others. And it wasn't words, it was tongues. She told them they had only just begun their work, that there was much to do. Did she say what was left to be done? No. And Pa and the others never mentioned it. They just praised and nodded and went wild. It was scary. What did this angel do next? Nothing. Once they were done dancing about, Pa and the others just left. I barely managed to hide in this crack in the wall before they saw me. Hmm. Did you follow them out after? No, sir. <laughs> of course not. The cultist's daughter just had to get a closer peek, didn't she? What's that supposed to mean? Did you speak to her? Who? You damn well know who. Did you speak to your angel? I just went in to see what it was. And then I saw her there. Draped in white, glowing like the moon on an October night. She was thin as a skeleton and her skin was so... Perfect. Smooth like a, like a creek stone. I felt like Saul on the road to Damascus, stricken by... I don't know. Something beautiful. Something I ain't never seen before. I didn't even notice I was crying until she reached out and wiped my tears away. Answer the bloody question, Humility. Did you speak to her? No! No, I didn't speak to her. But she spoke to me. And what did she say? She just said one thing. Clinton. Hmm. It said child. Fascinating. And then I passed out. After that, I woke up in my own bed. Who bought you home? I don't know. You don't know? Surely someone did. Your father? One of the parishioners? I don't know. Nobody ever said anything, and I was too afraid to get in trouble to bring it up. Even after I started... You know. Started speaking of Rose. Mm-hmm. Well, my dear Humility, I think congratulations are in order. Beg your pardon, but how do you mean? I mean, in just one recollection, you've almost managed to make up for every bit of a name prattle I've stomached for months. Do you have any idea how important this revelation is? Why are you so mean, Mr. Eyre? Excuse me? I said, why are you so mean? Ever since I got here, you said nasty things. What did I do to you? To put it bluntly, you've presented a distraction. Intentionally or unintentionally, your presence here has caused a disturbance. I, I wasn't trying to. August said... And that's the problem. August said. But August doesn't know what he's doing most of the time. Now hold on just a minute. Professor Howard is a real smart man, and he's going to help me figure out where my powers come from and, and how to control them. Oh, Millie. Are you really so naive that you can't figure it out? Or are you just deluding yourself? Where else could this power come from, child? The angel. 
Yes. The angel, as you call it. Except that this is no heavenly being. What you saw, what touched you, is something from the Void Sea. And I can't even begin to comprehend what it has done to you. If it's so easy to figure out, why hasn't August? Maybe you're just making up stuff. The professor isn't looking to solve your problems. He has his own question. Wait, what do you mean? What's his question? I think we should focus, get back on track. No, you, you can't just say that and stop. Tell me. Tell me or I'll, I'll, I'll cast a spell on you. Then do it. Huh? Do it. Cast an incantation. Speak your tongues, you backwater wave. I will. And you can't stop me because you can't use magic. No, I can't use the power of Rose. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be afraid of you. Go ahead. Make me speak. Oh! Or maybe you disintegrate me like that policeman. Or whatever horrible little thing you did that led you to run away from home. Hey, Red. Hey, Red. Really? An immobility spell? And here I thought you were getting these powers of yours under control. How is this supposed to shut me up? Oh, I said one. I might be the worst, but you should consider if you really want to let your childish temper get the best of you. Otherwise, I might not answer your questions. About August. About his friend Eleanor. Or about me. Or... Or... Or Alsar. I'm... I'm sorry. There. That wasn't too hard, was it? Alright. I stopped. Now you should tell me. That seems fair enough. Would you rather know about August, Eleanor, or myself? August. I want to know about the professor. Then I'll tell you one of his secrets. But you can't tell anyone. If you do, I'll know. And I'll never tell you another thing again. Do we have a deal? Fine. But you have to shake on it. Ugh, with your filthy urchin hands. They're probably sticky. I'll have you know, my hands are spotless, thank you very much. Fine. Fine. Whatever makes this faster. Okay. Now tell me. Hmm. Let's see. What's a good one? Hmm. Well. I have one. But it will count for Eleanor as well. Now wait a minute, we didn't agree to that. Take it or leave it? Tell me. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't let this one pass you by. It's just too delightful not to share. Now, you remember the professor's other, less talented assistant, yes? I remember Miss Eleanor, that's what you mean. Yes, Eleanor. She used to work for the professor. Well, I already know that. She said they had a fallen out, but they patched things up. 
patching things up might be a generous way to put things. What's that supposed to mean? Eleanor is here because of a promise August made her to take care of her friends while she's here. But August is a liar. You mean he... I mean he's done nothing to help her friends. And she doesn't know it. That's... that's horrible. Why would he do that? I'm afraid you've exhausted your answers, Humility. Now, can we get back to... No, I haven't. I'm sorry, what was that? I still have one secret you owe me. One about you. Hmm. I suppose I do. We did shake on it, after all. So tell me. But what should I tell you? I'm just so interesting. It's like trying to pick a single grain of sand on a beach. I've got a question. Why can't you use magic? I could tell you that. But again, you can't share it with a single soul. I won't. I'm not joking. If you tell anyone, I will know. And I will make you regret it. I'm not a liar, Mr. Eyre. I said I wouldn't, so I won't. Well, yes, I suppose that is the blessing of dealing with simple folk. They lack the wits for guile. Alright then. The reason I cannot use the powers of Wroth is because... I am special too. That's not an answer. Special how? You've been touched by the powers that swim through the Void Sea. It's left its mark on you. Left you tapped into the fundamental powers of creation. And I have been cut off from them. How does that happen? Who could cut you off from something like that? That is another question. I've told you everything I need to. I'm sorry. Sorry for what? What are you on about? I just mean, I'm sorry that you can't use magic. That must not be easy. Are you trying to butter me up? I won't share any more with you. I'm not trying to get anything from you, Mr. Eyre. I just feel bad for you. You don't need to pity me, Miss Shepard. From my first day, I've been at a disadvantage. I've struggled against the will of the world. And someday, it will see that I am stronger. It sounds awful lonely. Fighting the whole world, I mean. When one has no other options, one does what they must. Now, if we're done with these digressions, can we return to our actual topic? I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm a bit tired. How about this? One more question. If you answer that, I'll let you go back to your room, and I don't bother you at all until tomorrow. At all, huh? Seems fair. Wonderful. Then answer me this. Why did you leave Prosperity? I told you before, I was worried about my powers. That's not the whole story, and we both know it. You wouldn't be afraid of those powers unless they hurt someone. 
or got damn close. The police officer wasn't the first time, was it? You lost control before. I... I didn't... Shouldn't you go answer that? At this moment, you are the most important thing here. In spite of my frustrations with you, I've come to realise that Professor Howard was right. You are instrumental to our future. Is this the part where you say something mean? <laughs> Maybe later. But right now, it's where you tell me the truth so I can help you. And we can unlock the full potential of your power together. It wasn't long until the town found out I had powers. But they thought it was some kind of miracle. Little things here and there. A blessing from the Lord. Speaking in tongues wasn't something only I did, but theirs was... broken. The rest of the congregation was like babies babbling. One or two words and a bunch of gibberish. And none of them could make anything happen. Of course. Growth is particular. The power rests in the words. I didn't think anything of it until one day. One day, I was playing with my little cousin. And he thought it would be real funny to put a toe to my hair. I got so mad. I got so mad that I screamed at him. I screamed and I told him he was a filthy little toad. Except I didn't say that. It was... It was Roth. And that's when I heard it. Heard what? His bones. I heard... I heard his bones snapping. Twisting and bending around. He tried to scream, but out flopped this wad of sticky pink tongue. Big as his whole mouth. And I just watched... I watched his skin turn olive green, fat warts bubbling up to the surface. His eyes, I saw him change. They were human eyes at first, but made massive, bulging out before they lost the, the soul in them. Thank you for telling me this. Here, take this handkerchief. <laughs> something to change him back but I couldn't so I brought him home his mom and pop thought he got lost in the woods or or worse but he was living in a shoebox under my bed you should probably go probably but like I said this is what's important right now the worst part is I I left him there. I ran away and left him trapped in a box. What if Ma found him and threw him out? Lily, there's no sense worrying about things you can't control. How can I not worry? How about 
I make you a promise. Would that help? What promise? If you help me, even if it means going against what August says, I promise you will gain absolute control of your powers. <laughs> really? Yes. When I'm done with you, turning someone from a toad to a human will be a right doddle. <sighs> Excuse me. Yes? What the hell is it? I'm quite busy with- Mr. Eyre, it's Professor Howard. He's back. Really? Usually he takes his time with his detective. No, I, I mean he's back. The hard way. Oh. Ah, oh dear. I'll be right there. Millie, I have to go now. Don't go anywhere. Yes, sir. Um, but what about the recorder? We said all this stuff and... <laughs> oh, don't worry about that humility. I don't give August any of my real notes. <laughs> <laughs>